Pastor John Omewa is the senior pastor of RCCG Heaven's Glorious Embassy, Plano, Texas, whose motto is Into His Presence Through Worship. He is a man who believes in the undiluted teachings of the Word of God, and he passes these on in every of his preaching and teaching. One of Pastor John's beliefs, according to the Word of God, is that we human beings are created to worship God and make His praise glorious. He believes anything that is not allowing us to fulfill this purpose of God is the work of the enemy, either within or without. Pastor John has been a worship leader in the Redeemed Christian Church of God for many years, leading praise and worship at the monthly Holy Ghost service at the Redemption Camp in Nigeria, ministering alongside the General Overseer of the Church, Pastor E.A. Adeboe. His teachings will challenge you to live a more victorious life as a child of God. Pastor John is presently the Provincial Pastor for Province 3 of RCCG North America Operations and RCCGNA Coordinator in charge of music. He is happily married to Pastor Dr. E.B. Omewa. They are, by the special grace of God, blessed with six children. Heaven's Glorious Embassy, please give a warm welcome to the Shepherd of this house. Hallelujah. Put those hands together for the Lord of Lords and for the King of Kings for the ancient of days. Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Hallelujah. By the power vested of me, by the Almighty God, I declare. Shiloh 2020 opened in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Say better, Amen. Lift up both hands to heaven. This is Shiloh 2020. We were here around this time last year. And we are here again this year. Faithful God, oh, faithful God, faithful God, oh, faithful God, you alone deserve the glory in my life. Only you deserve the glory, oh faithful God, faithful God, faithful God, oh faithful God, faithful God, oh faithful God, only you deserve the glory. Glory, oh, faithful God. 
clap your hands together for our faithful God, the God of the heavens, the God of the earth, the one who kept you and I alive to witness another Shiloh. Shout hallelujah! Dear Father, we come into your presence expecting a divine encounter. We come into your presence expecting our lives to be changed for the very best. Holy Spirit, please take control that this year's Shiloh will be a spectacular one loaded with unprecedented breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Thank you dear Lord. In Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen. You may please be seated. It is my pleasure to welcome each and every one of us to church this morning. It is my prayers once again that this year's Shiloh, during this year's Shiloh, I mean this particular Shiloh that I've started up today, you will experience unprecedented breakthroughs and miracles in the name of Jesus. I pray that help from above is coming your way in the name of Jesus. Your story will change for good in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The theme of this year's Shiloh is help from above. And I'm going to have it subtitled for this morning's message, which is, of course, Don't Give Up. Look at your neighbor from afar. And for those of us following us all over the world, look at that person beside you and say to him or her, Don't Give Up. Let me hear you, those of us here in the house, don't give up. You see, brethren, in order to receive help from above, you must be willing to wait on the Lord. Because his ways, his thoughts, and all his plans are far better than yours. In Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You must be willing, people of God, if you are expecting help from above, you must be willing to partner with God in order to fulfill your destiny. For without him, you will continue to live a life of struggle to make, to make ends meet. Therefore, regardless of what it takes to get help from above, I advise you, by the name of the Lord, you should not give up. Hallelujah. 
Because the Bible says in Isaiah 40 verse 31, Isaiah 40 31, it says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You see, generally speaking, giving up is an act of surrender and an act of despair. Giving up is also abandoning or relinquishing your hopes and your aspirations. It is oftentimes said that delay is not denial. Just because you are experiencing a moment of delay, that does not mean that God has denied you of what you are expecting of him. And I am here on this altar to say to you that help is coming your way in the name of Jesus. I, I, I don't like your amen. And that's why the message in Joshua chapter 8 and verse 1, Joshua 8 verse 1 is very important at a time such as this. I'll be reading from the easy to read version of the Bible, Joshua 8 and verse 1. It says, then the Lord said unto Joshua, don't be afraid, don't give up. Lead all the fighting men to I. I will help you defeat the king of I. I am giving you his people, his city, and his land. God does not take pleasure. God is not happy when his children turn their backs to the enemy. Hence, he instructed Joshua not to be afraid because fear has torment. He instructed and commanded Joshua not to give up even as he faced the enemy. Stretch your hands towards the altar because we are going to pray. This is a prayer meeting, brothers. Even though it's a Sunday service, lift up your voice and say, Father, you help Joshua conquer the city of Ai. Help me, help me, Lord, to achieve my life's goals and aspirations. Lift up your voice and begin to pray and say, Father, you help Joshua conquer the city of I. Help me on this day. Help me during this year's Shiloh. Help me to achieve, to achieve my life's goals and aspirations. Pray, prayer. Pray for yourself. Pray for your wife. Pray for your husband. Oh God. Help me, help me, help me to achieve. Help from above, help from above, help from above. Help me, oh God, to achieve all my life's goals and aspirations according to your will. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Don't give up. Look at your neighbor from afar and for those of us worshiping from home, look at your neighbor and say, don't give up. Keep on keeping on because your miracle is on the way. Come on, tell that brother from afar, don't give up. Don't give up because your miracle is on the way. Listen to me, people of God. 
It is one thing to live in America. The land of opportunity. It is a different ball game for you to make it. That is, it takes the help of God to eat the land, the good, the fruit of the land of America. A brother was talking to me not too long ago. He said, Pastor, I don't know how I am making it in America. He said, I don't know, but I'm making it. It is help from above. Just because you are living in America does not mean that you're going to eat the good of America. It takes the help of God. So therefore, don't give up on God. God who lives in heaven. God who is the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth. During this Shiloh, it's going to send help from the north, from the south, from the east, and from the west into your family, into your life. If you believe it, shout Amen. Please, those of us at home, follow us. Because this period, this season, may determine the rest of your life. Hallelujah. As a human being and as a Christian, I don't easily give up when it comes to the promises of God for my life. <laughs> my wife will tell you, I don't give up easily on people. I see the good part of people. Therefore, people of God, you should try as much as possible to see the good part of people. See the goodness in the life of people. Because God will send people your way. And if God notices that you misuse and abuse people, it's not going to send people your way. Please get that. If you don't appreciate those that were made after the similitude of God, if you don't appreciate what people are doing or have done for you, if you don't appreciate what your wife is currently doing, if you don't appreciate what your husband is currently doing, it is almost impossible for God to send men your way because he knows you are going to abuse them. Value human being. See the good part of them. We all have good parts and bad parts. But see the goodness in the life of people. Shout hallelujah somebody. Appreciate people. Because angels can come to you in the form of a human being. Don't give up. I said don't give up. Before this Shiloh ends, write this down. Angels in the form of men will visit you in the name of Jesus. Don't give up. Luke chapter 9 verse 62. I'll be reading from the easy to read version of the Bible. Luke, 6 verse, Luke 9 verse 62. And Jesus said, Anyone who begins to plow a field but looks back is not prepared for God's kingdom. I became a Christian 44 years ago this year. 
and I refuse to back out of God. There have been reasons and opportunities for me to back out, but I just refuse to back out of God. My heart is fixed that I will continue to worship this God. I became a worker in this same church 39 years ago, the year Daddy Joe became the general overseer. And I'm here still worshiping God. The reason I refused to allow church politics to affect my standing God. Let me tell you, brethren, if you have made up your mind not to give up, then ignore church politics because there are plenty of them. Shout hallelujah, somebody. Listen to me. If you have not made up your mind that you will not give up, people will weary you. Even church people. Because people are people, including church people. They will discourage you big time. But you shouldn't give up. Listen to me, people of God. As long as you have made up your mind, as long as you are aspiring to achieve your goals and aspirations, you'll be faced with many, many, many challenges. But don't give up. Look at your friend again and say, but don't give up. As long as you have made up your mind to be a blessing to the kingdom of God, as long as you have made up your mind to move the work of God to the next level, whether in the form of your money, your time, your gift, your talents, you will surely experience a stiff opposition from even people of God. We are talking about don't give up. I will read Ezra chapter 4, 4 and 5. Ezra chapter 4, 4 and 5. I'll be reading again from the easy to read version. It says, so the enemies began to discourage them and tried to frighten them in order to stop them from building the temple. These enemies hired government officials to work against the people of Judah. The officials constantly did things to stop the Jews' plans to build the temple. This they continued this the whole time that Cyrus the king was the king until Darius became king of Persia. Stretch your hands towards the altar. Stretch your hands towards the altar. And say, Father, come on, come on, I can hear you. Those of us at home, this is prayer time. This is what time? This is prayer time. You're praying for yourself. You're praying for your wife. You're praying for your husband. You're praying for your ministry. You're praying for your destiny. Lift up your voices now and say, Father, 
Help me conquer the spirit of discouragement. Help me conquer the spirit of fear. Help me conquer the spirit of depression. Begin to pray. Oh God, you help you help Nehemiah conquer the spirit of discouragement. You help Nehemiah conquer the spirit of fear. I join it with William Mewah. I come against every spirit of fear. Every spirit trying to stop my marriage. Every spirit trying to stop my project. I come against you. Every power trying to stop my source of income. I come against you in the name of Jesus. Pray prayer. This is Shiloh's season. I come against every spirit of depression. I come against every spirit of frustration. I come against every spirit of discouragement. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Say amen three times. Amen. 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 You see, brethren, life. It's about finishers and quitters, winners and losers. Which side of the divide are you? Are you a winner? Uh, listen to your own yes. I say, are you a winner or a loser? Are you a finisher or a quitter? Don't allow anyone, don't give anyone the chance and the permission. Don't allow anyone to curse you, to give up on what you know is adding value to lives. <laughs> because the enemy does not like it. The enemy does not want it. He wants you to be self-centered. So don't allow anyone to cause you to give up on what you know you are doing and God is using you to add value to lives. They are not entering but they will not allow you to enter. They are not doing the work of God but they are envious because you are doing it and they will try to discourage you. They did that to Nehemiah but Nehemiah said no. A man like me how can I flee? He refused to be discouraged. Let me tell you, when the enemy notices that you and your husband are one, love in Tokyo, you understand what I'm saying? He will try to come in between both of you because he knows that two are better than one. He says one will chase a thousand, but two will put ten thousand to flight. Oh, I'm supposed to be here, right? Somebody said, Pastor, why not use that shield? I said, I can't use it because I'm sweating. So what will I be doing? I will carry the shield. No, it will be very, very, very disturbing. I'll try and stay here. Don't allow anyone to discourage you. They did that. Even to this young man here. I was using my voice, my legs, 
jumping and sweating profusely, worshiping God and leading people into his presence. And people, people, and people went to the general overseer and said, stop this boy. Daddy Gio said, leave him alone. When everyone forsook me, he stood by me. And they came and told me the same thing. They went to Jesus and said, this woman is bothering us. Send her away. But the woman stayed put. Put your hands together and say, by the power of God, I will not give up. I will not give up. I will not give up in the name of Jesus. You are serving God. You are not serving man. All that you are doing, you are doing it for God. Don't be weary in well-doing. We also have those that are heading to hell and those heading to heaven. Where are you heading to? I, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. That's why we should intensify our evangelism. To bring those that are heading to hell, bring them back to the fold. Those that have backslidden, bring them back to the fold. They had given up, but you are still on. Bring them on board. Don't give up. Don't give up. Sister, Sister Ruth. Ruth chapter 1, 16 through to, 17, to 18. Ruth Ruth 1, 16 through to 18. And Ruth said, I'm reading from the King James Version now. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. I'm not giving up. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. God, where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if of but death part thee and me. And when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. We give up too easily. You needed something and they said no. And you just take no for an answer. Not Ruth. You said, ah, I have made up my mind to die. If you are looking for someone that refuses to give up. If you are looking for someone that persistently, steadfastly, stood her ground you are talking about sister ruth ruth did not even see the light at the end of the tunnel she didn't know how her destiny her life was going to be but she stood her ground because of what she believed are you still standing your ground based on what you believe you believe that god is going to give you those babies don't change the goalpost 
your belief that God is going to give you your heart desire concerning that job don't change the goalpost you believe that God is going to heal you don't change the goalpost don't give up Ruth saw her future using her faith eyes for the just shall walk by faith this is Shiloh 2020 like mommy pastor led us in prayers what do you want from this Shiloh listen Shiloh is not a name of a program it is the name of the God of heaven Shiloh is one of the names of Jesus so what do you want Shiloh to do for you stretch your hands again towards the altar And say, I, John Igbe William Mewa, I will not give up on my dreams. I will not give up on my ministry. I will not give up on my goals and aspiration. It may not be happening now, but I will not give up on my family. I will not give up on my husband. I will not give up on my wife. I will not give up on my kids. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray. Shiloh is listening. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Don't give up. Sister Anna, she had become a symbol of Shiloh. <laughs> well, it wasn't easy what she was going through. Brethren, you see, I noticed that, ah, I noticed that I noticed that when you are going through your ordeal, it is not usually jotted down. You, you didn't get that. When you are going through your ordeal, it is not usually jotted down. God does not usually, he does not jot it down. He only jots down the new chapter that he has opened for you. <laughs> when Anna was going through what she was going through, right from the very first day she got married, her womb was closed. The other woman was having her children and her children had grown up and nothing was said about Anna. And that's why don't look for self-pity. People are not even... They don't pity people in this church. No, we are not gathering together to pity you, but we are gathered together to celebrate you. Anna's ordeal started the very first day she got married. Years had passed by, but the Bible says year after year, she went to Shiloh, and nothing was said over the years about what she was going through. But it was now time for God to open a new chapter. And he started it with 1 Samuel, Samuel chapter 1. Her story flipped up a whole book called 1 Samuel. What you are going through now is because God wants to open up a new chapter in your life. What you are going through now is because God wants to use you 
to glorify his holy name what we're going through now is because god wants to use it to shake the whole world when you begin to tell your testimony people will sit down and out and say ah so god can do things like this that is what god is working on it was god who shot the womb of anna because a unique prophet was going to come out of anna It is his grace that you need. You may not be able to put one plus one to be two. But say, Father, just give me the grace. I know you are working out something here. You are working out something here. Put your hands together and say, Father, I know you are working out. Put it together and begin to say, Father, I know you are working out. You are working out. God is too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Everything God allows you to go through is because He's working up something. God is not a bad God. God is not a cruel God. He's a good God. He said, As the Father pities His children, so I pity those that love me. I pity those that serve me, knowing fully well that they are but dust. You might have lost that job. Or it's very difficult for you to keep a job. God is walking behind the scene. There's something God is bringing out. Anna chapter 1. Uh, I know you will laugh. A chapter started with the story of Anna. Not when she was struggling. Not when she was toiling. When, no, no, no. Because God now said, okay, I am done. It is time now to showcase what I was doing behind the scene. First Samuel chapter 1, 6 and 7, King James Version. And, and her adversary also provoked her so for to make her fret because the Lord had shut up her womb. And as he did so, yet by yet, yet by yet, yet by yet, yet by yet, when she went up, to the house of the Lord. So she provoked her. Therefore she wept. And did not eat. She wept. And did not eat. I don't know what is keeping you. From eating. Because of the trouble you are going through. Brethren. God sees the end of a thing. From the beginning. So it was Anna's time. And listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. I'm going to read 1 Samuel chapter 1. 1 Samuel chapter 1. Verses 25, 26, and 27. Are you listening to me, brothers? And they slew a bullock. That means Anna and her husband. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli. Look up. They slew a bullock. It was a Thanksgiving service. And they brought 
the child to Eli. Look at this. Listen to this. And Eli looked at this family. I said, wow. Are you guys new in town? Wow. Is this your first time in church? Because Anna was dressed with her designer's garment. Shoes and bag to match. You know, she was holding the baby or the boy. And the handbag was dangling like this. If you look at the handbag, you notice how they do it like this. If you look at the handbag, most time the badge, the label, the emblem of the designer, they don't put it here. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Even if they are traveling, they are going and they, ah, can you make that? They will turn it so that you will see the GG there. You will see the designer's name. So Anna was with her designers and the emblem and the shoes to match. The buckle and the shoe. She made sure she removed the skirt so that they will see that the shoes and the bag, they were designers custom made for Anna because a new chapter has been opened up for her. So with this costume and the baby, the boy was not looking badly. So Eli said, wow, are you guys new in town? You just moving from Chicago? Is this your first time in church? No, 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 you don't understand what I'm saying. Look at, look, look at it. Look at it. Because Prophet Eli was asking those questions. Look at what newly, brand new Anna now said. With a grin and a smile. The kind of grin and smile that is coming your way very soon. Verse 26. And she said, Oh my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here, praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed. This child was my prayer point. Every year by year, one prayer point. This child I prayed. And the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. That's why I told you, if you want to make this altar your reference point, let this altar be your reference point. Or where you are sitting now, if you want it to be your reference point. Or that tabernacle you erected in your home, let it be a reference point. Anna said, Oga prophet, you can remember, I am that woman. I may not look the way I used to look because a new chapter had opened up. I may not be looking or dressing the way I was dressing. The new chapter has been opened up because the God of Shiloh has shown up in my life. I am not a different woman. I am that same woman with a sorrowful heart. I stood by you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I asked one request. And this is the answer to my petition. It was not a prayer. It was not a prayer. It was a petition. It is time for you during the Shiloh to petition heaven. Petitioning is stronger than praying. When you are praying, you can still answer your phone. When you are praying, you can still be stirring that soup. But when you are writing a petition, you want to make sure that the I's are dotted. The T's are crossed. Because it's a petition. You are petitioning heaven. Lift up your voice. Stand on your feet. Clap those hands. And say, Father, 
These are my petition. Begin to pray now. These are my petition. These are my petition. Those of us at home, what is your petition? Those of us in the church, what is your petition? Those of us watching all over the world, what is your petition? What are your petitions? Shiloh say God of Shiloh three times God of Shiloh God of Shiloh God of Shiloh behold my request behold my petition clap those hands and petition God petition heaven first following us at home it's not the time to sit down because after the service we are not praying this is the prayer this is the prayer we are praying the prayer now we are praying the prayer we are praying the prayer look up people of god those of us at home please make sure you're 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 you're, you're looking at the screen you've heard this story before i came to america i didn't get the full gist so in america in nigeria you know how you used to do send-off party? They actually did it at the camp. The old, because I happened to be the chairman of the, of, the, of the camp association then. So they said, Pastor John is traveling to America. So they did a send-off party. Then I arrived at me. It's not what they told me I saw here. I notice that every man is to himself. Only God is for us all. It was so tight. Not what they told me I would meet, I met. So my friends, they say, John, you have to go back. I say, go back here. I burnt the bridge. You know what I'm talking about. Especially those of you that came through Kenu. It's okay. If you don't want to go back, can you travel to London and come in again? I was so confused. My wife and children still home. I was sleeping on a mattress, pumped to one, air mattress. 
I told you by the time I wake up in the morning, we are all on the same level. So I opened my eyes, sitting on the rubber, confused. What am I going to do? And I heard a voice. Don't be afraid. I will help you. I said, this sounds like a scriptural verse. And actually it's in Isaiah 41, 13 and 14. Long story short, when God turned the captivity of Zion, it was as though I was dreaming. I will quote this word. I called one of the pastors that was so frustrated and afraid for me. I said, Pastor, I won't call his name. You know him very well. I said, God has done it. God has done it. I'm now here legally. He said, listen to his word. He said, it's a lie. Because he introduced the best immigration lawyers he did and was ready to pay for it. But he was saying, no way. So when I told him, it is done. He said, it's a lie. It's a lie. I said, it's not a lie. It is done. Then he looked at me one day and said, of a truth, God sent you to America. As long as my ways are pleasing to this God, that language I heard, 2003, that language, that word is still inactive. So when you see me dance as a winner man, it's because there is a help that is coming from above. That's why you find out I'm not trying to be, I don't, I'm not trying to be brag or arrogant. That's why I don't beg for things. All I need to do, look up to the hills from when comes my help. It is now left to him to touch you, to touch you, to talk to you. What was it he did in helping me? All the pastors that knew me in Nigeria, every month they were sending checks to us. One of them paid our rent for six months. They were sending money. I'm not kidding you. You read my book. You see some of their names there. Let God help you. It says, trusting in man is vain. They will mess you up big time. But let God, like he did for David. He says, men of valor, rich, comfortable men, they gather day by day to see how they are going to help David. And they helped him day by day. You become the agenda of men when your ways are pleasing to God. All we said to God, we surrender unto you. And he has been the source of our help. I'm telling you this because I am a living testimony of the help of God. If God is your helper, everything is settled. So therefore, don't give up. Instead, see your life getting better and not bitter. Don't give up on your husband. See his life getting better and not bitter. 
Don't give up on your wife or your children. See their life getting better and not bitter. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Ruth, she became part of Jesus' genealogy because she did not give up. Don't give up on your children. Don't give up on your wife. Don't give up on your husband. Don't give up on your ministry. Don't give up on that job. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because when you give up, then you tie the hands of God. I want you to stretch your hands towards the altar. And lift up your voice and say, The God of Shiloh. Help me. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. God of Shiloh, help me. 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 God of Shiloh, help it be God of Shiloh, help joy and her family. God of Shiloh, help John and Mamaji. God of Shiloh, help Princess Tamna Day. God of Shiloh, help Joel Ipemi. God of Shiloh, help Priscilla Abbasimi. God of Shiloh, help jo Jonathan Alwaye. God of Shiloh, help John Ekweweli. Oh God of Shiloh, every family represented on this altar of prayer. Oh God of heaven, God of Shiloh, help, 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 have mercy, help. Plant Bartimaeus, ask you, help, help. And you helped him. Oh God, you helped Anna. You helped her. Oh Lord, help me. mighty name we pray look up we are praying Genesis 32 10b Genesis 32 10b Jacob was talking here he says for when I left home I own nothing except a walking stick and now I have become two armies. <laughs> hey. There was fire on the mountain. And his mother told him, you better run because your brother is going to kill you. The Bible says he ran. According to him, he only had one walking stick. Just one walking stick. That's what he took out of his father's house. But he was not talking. He says, when I left home, I had just one walking stick, not even two, one walking stick. But he says, but now, but now, I am become two bands. That means two armies. But now, that is what God is looking at now, not what had happened. So you are going to clap your hands. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, like Jacob, I may not have a husband now. I may not have a wife now. I may not have a job now. I may not have children now. But, oh God, I know before the end of this year, 
this year, this year, this year. The story is going to change. The story is going to change. The story is going to change. Pray prayer, brother. Pray prayer. And now I have become two armies. I have become two bands. What a testimony. What a testimony. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Look up. Adding this day beginning from this day to December 31st, we have 82 days and this year will be gone. Do you think 82 days, do you think it's enough for God to fix you? Yes. No, I, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Yes. Clap those hands. Clap those hands. And say, Father, I pray that before the end of this Shiloh, before the end of 82 days, I will, I will testify. I will testify. I will testify. I will testify of your goodness. I will testify of your mercy. I will testify. Pray prayer. Before this Shiloh is over, oh God, send help from above to the Omewa's family. Send help from above. Send help from above to the Omewa family, to heaven's glorious embassy family. Hey, touch me, oh Lord, with your hands. Do not let me go the same way I came, oh God of heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. If your ways are pleasing unto the Lord, he will make even your enemies to be at peace with you. Are you in alignment with the God of heaven? For God to whisper to my ears that I should not be afraid that was going to help me. He helped me. He's still helping me and will continue to help me as long as my ways are pleasing to him. No, you cannot get help from above if you rejected his first help that he sent down. Say, for this cause, the son of man was made manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil. So you can't say, help, help. And he's saying, no, the first one I said, you didn't receive it. Why? How am I sure you receive the second one? That's why you have to give your life to Jesus. The first help from heaven that was sent to mankind. Whatsoever you do, 
or do not do with this first help will determine what God or heaven will do for you. Are you in the house and you know you are not born again? Are you following us online? You know you are not born again. You know you are an enemy. You are an enemy of righteousness. You know you are drinking sin as though you are drinking water. You know fornication and adultery. You just do it at ease and you are asking help from above. No, God will say, take care of the first help that I send. So if you are here, you have not given your heart to Jesus. There is no other help that you will receive. It says if you reject this, then you rejected every other thing. So if you are in the house, you want to give your heart to Jesus as all heads are bowed, or you are watching, wherever you are watching from, you want to give your heart to Jesus. Why not lift up your hands as I pray with you? Lift up your hand as I pray with you. Those of us in the house, those of us in the house, you want to give your heart to Jesus? And those of us following us, you want to give your heart to Jesus? Please let us know. There's an icon there. There's a link there that you will let us know exactly what happened to you today. You better do it so that this Shiloh, you will receive help from above. Let us pray. My Father and my God, the place that these, your children, left in shame, God, please, Take them back to the same place with a fame. I pray during this Shiloh period, oh God of Shiloh, where they have said no to your children, let them call them back and begin to say yes, yes, yes to them. For those that want to give their lives to Jesus, oh God, you, you have seen them, you know them. Lord, please save them, receive them, Cleanse them from every infirmity. Cleanse them from every ache. Cleanse them and grant them the power to go and sin no more. God will heal your body. I say God will heal your body. God will heal your soul. Train this child. God will heal your spirit. God will heal your marriage. God will heal your business. This God will meet you at the point of your knees, all your knees, during this Shiloh in the name of Jesus. You will have a testimony. I say you will have a testimony before this Shiloh is over in the name of Jesus. God is going to turn your life around for good. Thank you. Thank you, dear Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let your amen sound like thunder.